Yeah, I listened to the your last podcast just to like see what you guys were talking about. Oh wow, yeah, you're you're like fresh. I don't even remember what we talked about. Mostly GameCube. <laughs> That's Metroid. true, actually. Yeah, it was a lot of GameCube. <laughs> and uh, anticipating Resident Evil Four. Yeah, which I think and is a lot of what we'll primarily talk about. Oh, dude, I have a whole outline. Oh, great! You came, you came prepared. That's on. That's. Oh, I'm, I'm professional. Yeah, apparently, I'm more professional now and I'm than professional. me. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. We used to have an itinerary for episodes and stuff. I don't do that anymore. Um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I had things to bring up or whatever. Yeah. Well, no. you might notice that there's a different voice on the episode this time. And a significant Hello. lack of AJ. <laughs> uh, this is the Whiff Punish Games cast. I'm Nick. And this time I'm joined by guitarist and vocalist of our band Mold, Larry. What's happening? <laughs> uh, whole band. The whole band is here. The whole band is podcast. here. Yeah, this is, this is all of it. Larry was on... Two episodes, two or, two or three, two or three, and it, but, it, remember. but it's been a while. Um, yeah, definitely been a while. I don't know. I don't know if any of them were with punish. I can't. I want to say I did one with you and AJ, but we might have just play, been playing games together. Yeah, I can, I know. So I can't. I want to say it hasn't exactly. been on with punish, but either way, welcome to with punish. Uh, it is the same show as 2v1, except it's two people, basically. <laughs> it's an honor. 1v1. Yeah, this is 1v1. And uh, Larry's filling in for AJ because AJ is on one of his crazy work schedules. And you just so happen to play the Resident Evil 4 remake, which is great. On a PS5. On a PS5. You also got a PS5. Yes. Which is very exciting. So I think... I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I Yeah, I'm sure. It's a, it's a huge upgrade, I'm sure. Yeah. I think primarily, I guess, just to preface this, uh, I don't want to worry about... First of all, Resident Evil 4 is like 20 years old. <laughs> so just because it got remade, I'm not treating it as a new game. So we're just going to talk about whatever... If you haven't played the remake yet, maybe this is a spoiler warning, I guess. I don't know. There I, might be a, a couple things that might catch you as a surprise. Yeah, but... but in this part... All I, all I want to say is, like, for this episode, we're going to talk freely. I, I don't want to worry about it. Um, yeah. And we both have finished it. So that's also kind of why I don't want to worry about it. And I have no idea when yeah. AJ's going to get to it, so I don't know when we'll even talk about it on an episode together. Right. So so we could jump right into that, unless you want to... What's your impressions um, of the PS5? Oh, I think it's really awesome. Like, uh, I love the haptic feedback on the controllers. Oh, yeah? It's really interesting. Like... I'm, I, right now, like after having it for a couple weeks, the novelty's worn off a bit. Yeah, 
but um, I was playing Switch and I kind of missed it. Yeah. So, I mean, not that it's that big of a deal, but it is just like a little bit of extra immersion. I'd say like, especially for Resident Evil 4 with like how it uh, interacts with the triggers and the guns. Cause I don't play a lot of games with guns. I so yeah, I guess I wouldn't cause I played it on PC. So I have no idea how the haptic stuff even would have felt in that game. Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, like hoisting a bigger gun makes it harder to pull. The, yeah. Is it more resistive? aim button that's cool um and then and then like using an automatic gun the trigger like goes like flack, flack, it, flack, it which is really cool it, yeah it, it makes it just it's little details like that that i like yeah and having so many other like uh spots where it vibrates it kind of just gives it a different feel depending on what's going on yeah did you, um, I think the only thing that I really, like, noticed much with that controller was doing Astro's Playroom. <laughs> or not Playroom. Is that what it is? Ast- something like that. Did you, did you yeah. look at that? No. Because you, you showed it to me before. Oh, shit. Wait, I did? Yeah. Oh, one, man. One of the last times I was out there. Oh, I couldn't remember if I did. Uh, um, because the history of play PlayStation st- stuff is super cool in that. Yeah. Um, we did play Stray a little bit, me and my uh, niece and nephew. Oh. Which was cool. Um, like, doing cat stuff with the haptic feedback was interesting. Yeah. Um, and, like, when the cat lays down, the controller purrs. <laughs> and it was kind of adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I turned off the volume coming out of the controller immediately see that doesn't bother me yeah it, um, it drove me crazy on some ps4 games yeah so. i would say it's better on ps5 hmm. and really the only ones that i've ever noticed it with were the resident evil series and metal gear phantom pain hmm. um just I, like the comms would come over the right speaker yeah that right. would literally be it that, would, that was the only thing and i think um some of like the reloading, like it makes like shotgun shell noises or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, In I'm Death- sure that novelty will wear off and I might turn it off at some point, but for now I'm still enjoying it. So. I think there was something with Gran Turismo 7 on PS5. Like, because that was the first game I got with mine. And I think I noticed immediately something coming out of the controller and it like... I. I was instantly irritated, so I so I, yeah. tur- I turned it off permanently. But I don't remember what that would have even been in Gran Turismo. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, as far as I know, the only games that I've noticed that with were uh, Resident Evil, yeah, and Metal Gear. Just totally forgot that it's a feature that's on those controllers. Yeah, but, but I don't know. What have you been playing? Kind of well, chat a little bit before we get into the meat. Yeah, so uh, I guess I can mention a couple things because I'm currently playing, or I'm currently going through a Game Pass extravaganza, which is becoming sort of a recurring segment on this show, where I sign yeah, up cool. for one month of 
Xbox Game Pass and play as many things as I possibly can in a month. And so, and then get rid of it and for then a month it. or two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so every subscription service ever, basically, like yeah, I hit up I hit up Netflix or HBO for one week and binge watch everything that I want, and then I delete it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's. I feel, in a way, I feel a little bad doing that, but they make it too easy to do it cheaply. So mm-hmm. occasionally, I'll just be able to do it with like for like a dollar. I've never paid full price for a month of Game Pass, and I've done this like yeah. six times. So yeah, you know, it is what it is, and and it it is great because I end up checking out a lot of stuff that I'm like on the fence about and don't necessarily want to buy. Right. Um, so I played quite a few things in the last like two weeks. I'm looking at my list here. But I think I only want to mention like one or two of them really. Uh and this one will be somewhat interesting to you potentially. I should have got around to it last year. It's called Pentiment. It's a okay. Yeah, I've not heard of that. Yeah, it's a uh, really kind of classic point-and-click adventure game. But it's new. It came out last year, and it's a lot simpler than a a traditional adventure game. You're not, like, managing an inventory and doing a bunch of dumb bullshit, like Mm. drag a taco onto a lever or whatever, like some stupid combination (laughs) of things that don't make any sense. Um, Yeah. It's... It's set in like the 1500s Germany, 15 yeah, like 1500s. Okay. And so really medieval and it's about just this rural abbey and you play a character that is a uh scribe. And he's like he's an artist that is working towards becoming a master artist and he's doing, like, a residency in this abbey, doing script work. Like, doing the really fancy, like, writing and and doodling to make books, basically. Right. And um, The big, giant first letters of the first word of the first chapter and stuff. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And so, like, right away, that that setting is amazing. So interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, It's in Germany, and... So, uh, what it, what the setting reminded me of a lot was kingdom come deliverance because I was just going to say that brings me back to that. That was one of the, I think first, that was the first episode I was on. We talked about probably. Yeah. Um, first or second. And like it's set during that era during the reign of the Holy Roman empire. So like the, the, the medieval setting during that period, like religion is so important. And Mm -hmm. so like in Pentiment, it takes place at an Abbey. So you're surrounded by like monks and nuns. And then Mm -hmm. the little like Hamlet town that is next to the Abbey, all the peasants are like obviously super religious. And so it's like this running theme of like, Christianity being super important to this town 
And basically the premise of the game is a murder mystery. (laughs) And for whatever reason, your, um, your artist character gets wrapped up in trying to solve this murder. And you have to talk to everybody that you possibly can. It has a time function where like the, as you do certain things, time passes. So you kind of have to like plan or attempt to plan who you're going to talk to and what you're going to do because you have to gather as much evidence as you possibly can to then pick who the murderer is. And oh, that's interesting. it's like really, it, it was kind of really intense and um, hard. Like it, the way that they uh, give you all this information and evidence for like multiple suspects made it like really difficult to make a decision because you have such limited amounts of time. And so it's sort of just that that's the game. You run around this town collecting evidence, talking to people and kind of just like drinking in that setting. The setting was the best part. Yeah. And I loved it. I thought it was like kingdom come. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Like uh, I totally regret not playing it last year because it probably would have been in my top 10. And I think it was like a really good story. I think the 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 name Pentiment is like an Italian word or something, or based on an Italian word where like the idea of paintings might like you paint over other paintings. So like yeah. an old like a really old painting, what you see, there might be an actually older illustration underneath it that you would like never oh, yeah. you know? And so I watch um, I watch things on the history channel and stuff that it's like, yeah, they x-ray paintings, like especially with um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Right. Like they can x-ray through and see like his process of like painting. And it was always very interesting. to me. Yeah. So like the theme of the game is that like. What came before may or may not be true or or what you see now may or may not be true based on what came before it's like this really good through line throughout the whole game that's like super smart and really well done and also the setting again like the setting is like why i loved it so much and it was like a lot of history too about like that time period so um and the art was awesome it was drawn like pseudo shitty medieval artwork so like if right. you, if you look yeah. up like any screenshot of it, you'll immediately be like, oh yeah, like I get what yeah. they're going for here. It's it's really cool. Um, That's awesome. You you know I love that kind of art. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's relevant because yeah. like we sort of talked about it for like mold stuff mm-hmm. recently, and I was like, oh I should like this is totally like getting that like that juice flowing of like yeah kind of just experiencing it and spending time with like a modern take on it and stuff. Um, so yeah, great game Pentiment. I don't know what all it's on. It might be on every platform. I actually didn't double check, but really good. Um, see if I can find it. Highly recommend it. Yeah. It's, it's like reading a, it's like, it's sort of like a choose your own adventure book sort of. Um, it's definitely a lot of reading. There's no like voice acting or anything. But oh, okay. um, that's the, fine. The the reading reading it is really cool too because you can uh you can choose by default the game is set up to everybody talks in their own like script. So you talk to one character and it might be like the really gothic 
letters. Right. Or you talk to another character and it's almost like cursive and really fine. Um, and that's like a super neat, like little feature. Detail. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Really good game. But it kind of sounds, um, in a way, kind of sounds like Vampire. Yeah. I never I got around to trying that. that. Um, I never beat it, but I remember I dove into it and I got like maybe halfway through. Yeah. And it is, it's in the same style. Like you play as a vampire, but he's also a physician. Right. Uh, specifically a blood physician. Okay. And you're like running this hospital trying to cure this like blood disease or something. I'm a little hazy on the details because I only played a little bit of it. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like a vampire. So you have to feed on people Mm -hmm. and you have been at the same time as those other things. You're trying to solve this huge mystery that's going on through all of London. And, um, you're trying to essentially only feed on the bad people. Mm hmm. Because if you feed on too many people, the the areas of London fall into chaos because oh. like there's less there's less people. Yeah. So the the like bad vampires come in and they just start running amok and things like that. Um, I, I do. I want to return to it, but uh, I've had I've it on my wish list ever since something else. you first told me about it. And I kind of couldn't remember what was interesting about it since I put it on my wish list. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really interesting. It gives it like it gives your character this very predatory feel. Yeah, because you're kind of playing this game where you know so much more than every other character. Yeah, and you're like only so. If you, I think you can potentially go through the whole game without killing anybody. Oh. But you don't get, you don't get any powers. Right. So the more you kill, the more powerful you are, but the more chaos is coming. Right. To London and everything like that. Right. Um, yeah, that's yeah, very neat. interesting. Like, I remember starting it and I was so interested in it. And then I think something else came out and I just never returned to it. Yeah. I'm um, I'm I'm tickled again by potentially looking into it because <laughs> uh, yeah. I love persistent ramifications to things. Oh, me too. Like that—that's yeah. a thing that doesn't happen enough in games because it's just like a yeah. Lot. We were talking about that because I just played through the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah, yeah, and how like. Your actions are are not remembered unless they're scripted actions in games nowadays. Right. And yeah. like the only other example I can think of is um is the Dishonored, like f- specifically only the first Dishonored game, where if you killed a bunch of people, there mm. would be like more rats present present in the city. And rats yeah. were like dangerous because they carried a plague and like they could hurt you as the as the player and stuff. Um, yeah, 
but I never killed anybody in that game. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't really see that occur. I just only ever really heard yeah. about it. I never played through those games. Um, oh man, they're so Theo. good. Theo loves those games. Yeah. Dude, they are really good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, uh, I might get around to them eventually. Cause but. you, you like, like, experimenting with, like, weird systems. And mm-hmm. that's totally what those games are. Like, yeah. to a T, that's kind of all you do. That's why they're good. Is yeah. you can, like, break them a little bit by teleporting around and like you have really weird magic abilities and you want to be as stealthy as possible and it's fun to kill people but like you don't want to kill people because it's it's more challenging to try and not kill people right yeah like mario golf how i play that game yeah exactly actually (laughs) i try so everybody our friend group is very competitive when it comes to anything Mario. Mario Party and games. Specifically, but also Mario Golf. Mm-hmm. I notoriously come in last no matter what. Yes. At least in Mario Party. So I always just try to have as much fun as possible. Make my own fun. Yeah. And in Mario Golf, I just try to do trick shots. I try to be like in the, the city is my favorite one. Because there's lots of right angles. And it can just bounce cars off of it, yeah. And stuff like that you, I can just bounce things off of. And sometimes it works out really well. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But when it does, it feels really good. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played that game in, like, forever. <laughs> there, it's been a little while. I think the last time I played was around Christmas with everybody. Yeah, there was, like, that brief period where it came out where I was playing online a little bit with, with friend of the show, Dustin. Um, but yeah, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> Should play it more. Um, yeah. Have you have you played anything else on your PS Five? So when I first got my PS Five, I got a little overwhelmed because I could port everything. Which this is my one of my favorite things. I could port everything from my PS Four over to it. Right. So I had all my games. And, um, I want to play some of the versions that had a specific, uh, PS5 upgrade. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a little overwhelmed and like Demon Souls I got for free because it was on the games catalog. Um, oh, really? So I, I immediately filled up my hard drive with games. Yeah. Um, and I'm also a huge, FromSoft fan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, initially I was playing the mostly Resident Evil 4 and also every other game. <laughs> yeah. But I would just go and check it out real quick and, uh, then I'd, I kind of calmed down a little bit and, uh, just focused mostly on Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. I beat Metroid Prime. Yeah, I finished that too, and, actually, since last episode. And uh, I just, over the weekend, because I'm pretty hyped up for Tears of the Kingdom, Yeah, I played uh, the Champion's Ballad DLC, because I never played that. Oh, okay. Yeah. For Breath of the Wild, which I beat in two days, 
And it was just like dipping my toes back into the new current Zelda world and everything. And it was really, it was a lot more than I thought it was going to. Did you do what I, what I had heard that it was? Yeah. Did you do that challenge? Yeah. Uh, I just did, yeah, with like the one hit obliterator, and you can only get hit once and stuff. That's yeah. how it starts out. I can't remember because I I got that DLC, and I did all the stuff to get like the motorcycle, and whatever. But I didn't do, I didn't personally want to do that challenge where you like had to not really, yeah, like you had to like not get hit at all, right? Well, you have to do that. It's like the first part of the Champions Ballad challenge. Like, you have to do that to unlock the challenges for the uh, each of the. Yeah, no, there's other another champions. part. Is it the Trial of the Sword? That's what I'm talking about, I think. Maybe you didn't even stumble. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. There, there's like this thing that takes like two or three hours or something. It, it's, it's really involved. And you, it's kind of like you just go through a series of dungeons that increasingly get harder and harder and harder. And um, you have really oh. limited resources and stuff. And I cannot remember what it's called. And that's what, that's what I was wondering if you did. Because I didn't do that. I watched a friend do that. Um, no, I didn't stumble upon that. Okay. I want to say um, it's at like, the no. master, where you like recharge the Master Sword. I think that's how you access it or something. I don't know. But like in the Forbidden Woods, like where you first get it. Yeah, I believe I believe it's back there. Yeah. Um, No, I mean it was really cool. So, um, like, it starts off and it's very challenging because you can only get hit once. But everything that you you have the one hit obliterator. Yeah, and kind of remember that it hits everything once. Yeah, and then the the new shrines are like. Well, some of them are, like, way more difficult. Than yeah. There's, like, one on the Great Plateau that was legitimately frustrating. Yeah. Because I hadn't played that game for a while, so the... um Getting back into the, it. I felt like, a little bit wonky on the controls and, yeah. like, the way the Link handles and everything. And it was just this booby trap onslaught. And if you got hit once or if you fell off once, you went back all the way to the beginning. Yeah. And it took me quite a few tries, but I did get through it and it was satisfying. It kind of felt like Dark Souls Zelda, which I appreciated a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then like, that's what I thought the whole thing was. And then it ends up after you complete just the things on the great plateau, you have other challenges for each of the four other champions, right? Which have their own shrines. And it was, I think a really good DLC. Yeah, I liked um, I liked all that stuff for sure. Um, and then you get a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> which is goofy and weird, but I drove around on it for a little bit and it was fun. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm ready for Tears of the Kingdom. But <laughs> Yeah, I think I remember being like, oh yeah, I want the motorcycle. So I did all the stuff and got it. And then I rode around on it a little bit and then I never opened that game again. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, literally at that point, you'd probably already defeated Ganon. Oh, yeah. And there's not much else to do. Yeah. But um, I did watch a little thing about the developer. He was just like, 
I just put it in there because I got a motorcycle and I really enjoy it. I love other people to drive around this uh, drive around high roll on a motorcycle. Yeah, I was like, cool. And it is fun and it's goofy and it kind of you can just go on a little motorcycle tour of Hyrule if you yeah. want. Yeah. And see how you can like jump across crazy things, which, you know, I like trying to break right. game physics a little bit. And I'm not a speedrunner or anything. I just like to see what you can do. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so excited that like so I actually have like avoided most everything of Tears of the Kingdom because I'm gonna play it anyway. Same here. And just the fact that people are comparing it to nuts and bolts, I'm like so excited about. Um Okay, well I don't I admittedly don't know much about um the Is that Ratchet and Clank? No, the uh Banjo kazooie. Oh. Oh yeah, that's right. Um Yeah. I played that at Dustin's a bit. Yeah. Yeah, the And it yeah, it did remind me of that. Yeah. But um it is cool. You can just build stuff with things. And I'm really so, looking forward to that. <laughs> so, like, in the last one, how it was just like, oh, you can cook. And right. that was really awesome. And you could cook some really cool things. Mm-hmm. Now you can just build things. Vehicles. Like, it... I can't wait to see what I can build and how I can use it to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like I a, hope I hope they kept. I haven't seen anything where you can still cook, but I'm sure that they kept. Oh, that. I hope they did. Yeah, I would assume they didn't take that out. That would be strange. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't seen. I've only I've only watched what Nintendo's put out for it. So like the the snippet trailers, and then the like like however long fifteen minute gameplay, where he's just like, look at all this weird stuff that's in it now. And uh, then the most recent trailer, which was just like, look at how cool this game looks. And I'm I'm so excited. Yeah, I haven't seen any of that. <laughs> okay, it looks mind-blowing. Like, yeah. the depth of... And, like, go, like, seeing that and then briefly dipping back into Breath of the Wild and just being like, wow, like, I had so much fun with Breath of the Wild and now there's all this crazy verticality to it and like how has how has Hyrule changed like because it's essentially the same map but after this crazy thing happens and like how are the citizens dealing with what's going on like now there's all these things floating in the sky and like it just looks pretty incredible yeah I'm excited and yeah, like, I've always wanted to just play Breath of the Wild again, but never wanted to take the time to do everything over again. Yeah, I had, wait, I had, I think I had, like, 60 to 80 hours in that game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So there's, like... I rarely look at that. I'm always super interested in time spent on stuff, and... I always thought it was cool that, um, in Breath of the Wild, you could track your entire movement yeah. all the way over the map and like how many times you've died and everything like that. Yeah. 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 That was amazing but, uh, for trying to figure out like, Oh, I haven't even been to this part of the map. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That map's massive. Yeah. 
and now it's just more massive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. it should be awesome. I'm excited for it. And that and it was perfect for like me me spending some time with Game Pass cuz I'm like I don't have a whole lot going on right now game-wise other than Resident Evil was the most like newest thing that I wanted to play. And I like right. crushed that game pretty fast. Um, oh dude, I I almost got through a whole nother playthrough. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't do that because I, I rarely replay things, even though you're like supposed to in those games, but I didn't. Yeah. Let's just talk um, about Resident Evil. <laughs> okay. Uh, real quick. I want to mention Metroid Prime. Oh, yeah, sure. You, yeah, guys yeah. I d- about, yeah. you guys talked about that last podcast. And I finished it you now, too. You, you hadn't finished it yet. Yeah. And, I mean... Like you can never say enough about that game, and it yeah it was it was just great to play again. Oh my god, and it was it so great, great to play again. Yeah, it looked great. Uh, I really respect Nintendo's ability to take kind of a minimalistic style and just really make it feel like current enough you know what i mean yeah like like graphically i wouldn't say it's impressive but it looks great right you know what i mean and that's been the case with like mario forever like modern mario still like you just look at it and it's like this looks beautiful even though there's it's not a whole lot going on in it (laughs) it still looks amazing and and making breath of the wild like cell shaded again like probably a technical decision more than anything, but still looks incredible and has its own style. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Metroid, like it still is beautiful still. Oh yeah. Like the whole time I was just like, man, this world is just so alive. Yeah. Like with fauna and Mm -hmm. flora and just, like lore, like architecturally and like yeah. everything just very spot on. And, uh, like, I mean, I, I, I don't think, I, I think I only played through that game one time because you let me borrow your GameCube to play it. Wow. I don't even remember letting you do that. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I only had a PS2 back then. So I, you let me borrow your game, or or maybe it was Dustin. Yeah, I don't know. And um, I also borrowed friends' Xboxes to play Halo. Yeah, I know I carted my GameCube around for sure because yeah, it was so easy to pick up and take. Literally had a handle. Yeah, <laughs> it had a handle on it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, it, and it just like. So much nostalgia, like all the sounds and the music. Yeah. And there was plenty that I forgot about, so it still felt like kind of fresh and kind of new. Yeah. Um, I was surprised personally how much I actually forgot. Because yeah. prior to replaying it, I would have told you I'm like very familiar with that game. I remember just about everything that happens and all of the weapons and upgrades and all that stuff. And I super didn't remember a lot of it actually. Yeah. So that yeah, was it like was, fun it was to really rediscover. great. Like 
the I think the only issue I had, which I think just comes from how weird the uh, GameCube controller was, mm-hmm. was switching switching the weapons. Yeah. Like, I, I literally had to, like, stop moving and press a button and switch to the weapon and then continue moving. Yeah. Only gripe. Yeah. Very minor, but it did, like, take me a minute to get used to how that switched. But still, like, it was so awesome. And I really hope they make the other two. Yeah, I think... um. I think it's been like mentioned in news that two and three are probably coming, but I don't know that they're necessarily remastered. I think they might just be like ports, but, um, well, I hope they at least do two because that was a GameCube game, right? Yeah, it was. Cause I did play, I did play through two. I never got to play it, three because I never had access to it. Yeah. Three was really good. Um, I only played through three once, but I remember being like sh- shocked at how like it's 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 just really good. There's more it, there's more to it. There's voice acting and stuff in two, uh, three. Um, oh well. So yeah, I would love if they technically remastered two, but even if it's a port, that's fine. I, I'm I'm okay with that. Just so it's as long as it's easier to play on the Switch. Yeah. I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, like, just to, I just want to mention this again. Um, so, going from the PS4 to the PS5, it feels like everything that I played on the PS4 is like a remaster for the PS5. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so evident. Like, Elden Ring. Oh, it's so oh. much more gorgeous. Yeah, did you... Like, uh, I guess, actually, this is worth asking because I haven't experienced it and I don't know how true it still is or what they're doing about it, but did you have to pay for the PS5 version? Like, was it an upgrade charge? No, no, um, not at all. Okay, because some games so when I do bought have the game, that. I know some games that happen, but um, Resident Evil 4, I only paid for once. That's good. And that was actually that was uh, actually the reason why I got a PS5 because my PS4 just wasn't having it. <laughs> I was I was uh, I was having a lot of trouble with uh, I have an like original PS4. I was having a lot of trouble with uh, texture pop-ins and things like that. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't even get to like more intense stages where I'm sure there would probably be some frame rate drops and things. And RE4 is one of my favorite games of all time. How Prime is one of your favorite games of all time. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to wait a second and get a PS5 because I want to play this game as optimally as I can. Yeah. And, man, super worth just waiting another week or two to play it. Oh, totally. Because I'm sure. <laughs> immediately, like, as soon as I started, not only is there zero load time, basically, but just the lighting is so immersive. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it just immediately felt like, and this is, this is also just part of the remaster from the original so much darker. Yeah. And so much more like the atmosphere is just like not crushing, but it's like definitely feels like there's something behind you. Yeah. It's creepier. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Cause I have, I have this image of original resident evil four of it. Just have being you watched like, videos of it. Well, of no, I have resident evil four. No, I just know how much brighter it was. <laughs> like everything it was very bright. Every, you can see kind of everything. Shocked. Yeah. 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 Like, very bright. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I remember... So, at the very beginning of, of 4, when you're walking... When you go in the remake, when you go to this, like, first building, this first house, I was like, number one, I know this game didn't start at night. <laughs> it was in yeah. the middle of the day. <laughs> Right, it it very much was. So, like, it starting at night was like, yeah, that makes a lot more sense, and it's a lot more moodier and, and and foreboding and everything. Yeah, it also, um, I guess we're gonna be like full bore RE4 now. Yes, yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, we're deep I mean, enough. We might, this. we might as well. Yeah, it should be, um, should be like the probably the rest of the episode. So, yeah. Um, Spoiler warning so, again, I guess. Yeah, so in the first game, well, the first version of the game, uh, you don't really get a sense of, like, time passing, I guess. And yeah, I don't remember. in the remake, I feel like it only happens over the course of, like, two days. Because yeah, you get there, I think it's, like, early morning when you get there, like, very early pre-sunrise. Yeah. Because by the time you get to the actual village, the sun's up. And then as the story progresses, it gets dark. Maybe it's only like a day and a half. I actually think it's like a day. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, he passes out for like three hours or something. And then, yeah, by the time you get to the island, it's still dark. And then, but yeah, it's like a day. Yeah, yeah, because then you fight Sadler and then the sun rises right. when they're escaping. Yeah. What a day, man. Yeah, it's a really on. intense day. A lot of a lot of stuff happens in that day. Yeah. I've I killed like seven hundred people in that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just massacre genocide one person. Like, That's so damn. funny to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Because at the end of the chapters, it gives you how many people you killed. And at the end of one chapter, I, I was like well up into the hundreds. I'm I'm dying. That is so funny. I, I did not <laughs> even consider that. Leon is the most lethal person alive. Yeah, really efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of put together an outline of like what I wanted to talk about. And... Um, I do want to talk about the characters first. Okay. Um, Leon being the, the main guy, I really like enjoy his like, uh, good one liners. They're, they're different from the original. Cause I, I yeah. did go back and I watched a lot of footage of the original and like, um, I watched some compar comparison videos just cause I was curious. Mm -hmm. And uh, there is a lot 
that's different. Yeah. But they make you care about the characters more. It's less like less of just a video game character. It's more like here's a fleshed out character. Mm. Like it starts out and he's talking about like what happened to him in uh, Raccoon City and then he like basically didn't have a choice but to go into this military program. Yeah. Because he was one of the only people that survived that tragedy. Yeah. And, uh, like, you can tell that, it, like, like he kind of felt like he failed in some capacity. Yeah. And this, like, the whole story arc is him succeeding in his mission to bring <laughs> home the president's daughter. I must kill 700 people just to save the American president's daughter. <laughs> yep. Which... Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know if they ever explained why Ashley was so important to kidnap. There's kind of like this idea that you don't really stumble upon until later in the game that Sadler just wants to infect everybody on yeah. Earth with La Plaga. Yeah. And like he can, he can leverage sleeper agents. Yeah. Like. In, but, like, why the president's daughter? Like, I know. It's so stupid. Classic. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Classic Absolutely Resident Evil ridiculous. plot makes no sense and is totally yeah. worthless. <laughs> yeah. But I will say in this in this game, they do make more of an effort to make the characters relatable. Yeah. Um, Ashley is not nearly as annoying and she has much more personality this yeah. time through. Yeah. Um, like, I I enjoyed Ashley. It wasn't like, I gotta go save Ashley. It's like, those motherfuckers took Ashley. I'm gonna get her back. <laughs> she like, didn't feel... It, it made me want to go save her. Yeah, like... Uh, what, what? Wow, I'm like totally blanking on what I want to call it. But leading a character around in video games is like never fun. Um, yeah, and luckily she mostly was not a burden at all. Yeah, I like I, I never I never failed a chapter because she got taken away. Um, I died plenty of times, but yeah, I enjoyed that it was a little more. It was a little difficult. Yeah, I guess right up front, I want to address that. I think it's fucking crazy that that game tries to tell you to play on hardcore. Like yes, um, I, I read originally that... started on hardcore, and I I restarted on standard. Yeah, I read the, the description of and like, standard was pretty difficult. Yeah, yeah, like parts. oh, you've played Resident Evil Four before, you should play on hardcore. It's like yeah, I played Resident Evil Four twenty years ago. <laughs> like yeah, and, and also there's new systems to get used to in yeah. this one, and like. Leon doesn't handle like a tank anymore. But also like, still not, sort of well, does handle like a tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, not nearly as much in... Like, I mean... Up until RE4, everybody literally was a tank. Oh, I know. But I mean... I but, Like, the, the mobility in 4, even in the remake, is like... There's so many times where I was like, why the fuck can't I dodge? Just please let me sidestep. Like that like I can't believe <laughs> yeah. I can't sidestep things or whatever, but 
Oh, I, I often sidestepped into an axe throw or something like that yeah. as I was, like, trying to maneuver. Right. Yes. Because uh, they, they come at you, and, like, sometimes they just blatantly miss, but I would step into the axe throws <laughs> a lot more than they would actually hit me dead on. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the parrying system. Oh, my God. Parrying is such a good idea. Yes, it yeah. it needs and it makes that. it makes it makes Leon feel so much more like his character. Yeah, because he's this badass sent to decimate this one village and bring one person out alive. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and if he feels like he's capable of doing that, yeah, he does actually. Yeah, the parrying is so he, cool for that reason. Parrying the chainsaw. I don't think I ever Chef's did that, case. actually. Really? It's no. so good. No, I didn't even know that you could because, like, if I was ever too close to the chainsaw person, I just died. So I'm, I didn't even right. notice that there was a parry, like, option for the chainsaw. So yeah. after that, I was very careful to just totally avoid them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, I don't know, and I, I ended up um, starting a game on Professional uh second playthrough so i had all my guns and everything yeah and man very intense the everybody's real fast and they hunt you down and they will flank you yeah and it is it is i was at the edge of my seat the whole time and just and, and like, having all your stuff probably doesn't matter that much <laughs> i mean it, it like i started out with a ton of ammo and uh yeah, like, yeah. starting out with my favorite gun, the Red Nine, is pretty awesome. Yeah, I had that I fully that upgraded gun. by pretty like immediately. Like I, I, I feel like I had the fully upgraded one pretty quick and was kind of just wrecking everything towards the end. It's my favorite gun in all Resident Evil games. Not that it's the most powerful, but it's the one you spend the most time with. I always spend the most time with. A handgun. And in right. every Resident Evil game that's not four, I'm like, where's my Red Nine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just. It, it felt intense the whole way through. Yeah. Because you'll fight like a mini boss and then you'll fight two mini bosses and then you'll fight a really big mini boss and then you'll fight like a main boss within like one chapter sometimes. Like, and it's just intense. Yeah. And, like, you don't... It does a good job. I've never had a huge amount of ammo. And I was always, like, worried about... I don't have any shotgun ammo. Like, yeah. that's, that's like, the biggest thing. I rarely saved up gunpowder for shotgun ammo. Yeah, so a new thing for this was crafting ammo. Right? Like, that was a new one. Yeah, you new... couldn't... Yeah, you couldn't do that in the original. And... I uh, I really like that actually because yeah, all the way up until the end, I felt like I was tight on ammo, you know, and even on standard difficulty. Mm -hmm. Like it, at, there would be times where it's like, wow, I have a lot of stuff, and then I'd use all of it basically. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, you'd be feeling pretty good, and then you'd come out of an encounter feeling a little worried. Yeah, and very often, like having that option to basically make whatever you felt you needed 
on the fly mm. or to like refill after a, an encounter or whatever was awesome. I thought that was great. Uh, yeah, I always tried to do it at downtime just because it felt yeah. better. Like uh, sometimes you don't have a choice but to do it during a battle. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was in my uh, inventory constantly during fights. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, whatever. Yeah, totally. How'd you feel about the merchant? I don't know that I ever, like, grew to like the new voice actor. Uh, I thought uh, it... Okay, yeah, fair enough. I thought I it thought was, like... You, I thought I liked it a lot, actually. I didn't. I don't, like, dislike it, but I just can't unhear the original guy. Oh, for sure. So, and like that, he never did the like. What are you selling? I literally never heard him say, "What are you what buying?" Are you buying? Or, what, are you sell- "What are you selling?" I never heard yeah. it. Yeah, and I I heard that people did hear that, but I heard, "What are you buying?" But it's like, "What are you buying?" <laughs> it's oh, not like, they, "What are you buying?" They changed. They changed it. It's, so it's like, yeah, very, it's very different. Yeah, yeah which I mean. It's fine. I, like, if you're going to have a new voice actor do it, let the voice actor be the voice actor. Oh, sure. But I I almost wonder if it was, like, a conscious decision to be like, this became a meme about the game, and we don't want that. We want to change it. <laughs> it may have been. Yeah. But, I mean, for a game that celebrated its roots so well, I don't think that would have been the reason why. I don't know. Um... So I guess I'm indifferent to him. Ultimately, I wouldn't say I liked him, especially because the one line about like, I I just felt like I'd rather he just repeat what are you buying, what are you selling, instead of some of these like longer sentences that I heard like forty times. Um, yeah. So like there were there were times when he, every like he would just be like, oh you know. I can't even think of it off the top of my head, but he's something about selling a ruby or whatever. He would like, anytime you go to the selling tab, he would say like the same thing every time. And it wasn't, yeah. what are you selling? So I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just say what I want I just, you to say. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed, he was a little more whimsical. Like he, he's, he had, a, he had more character, which made him a little less mysterious, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I did enjoy this new rendition of the merchant a lot. Yeah. Um, on the adverse, Ada fell kind of flat for me. I I've heard a lot of complaints about her, and I didn't even give it a second thought. <laughs> like, um, it didn't even make an impact on me. I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't say I dis like. I didn't hate it. I didn't even dislike it. She she just sounded bored the whole time. <laughs> I I, I don't even really know her character other than from four, and now actually recently playing six. <laughs> because yeah, she was in the two remake as well. Oh, okay, yeah, I already forget a lot of Is two. that because that sets up like the whole thing, like right, like sort of romance. Yeah, um, that's right. I couldn't remember where two. she first appeared, and that's that's right. Um, and, uh, yeah. I don't actually, I don't know if it's the same voice actress as played her in two or not. Uh, I don't know. It's been a while since I played that remake. Yeah. Uh, I do want to like go back and play 
Oh yeah, you should look at you should look at yeah. two and three on your PS5 now. Yeah, um, I loved the two remake, and I really enjoyed the three remake, but I never played the original three. Me neither. So, I, I hear it's not the greatest for fans of the series, but I'm a huge fan of the Resident Evil series. In my own right, I yeah, just I was, played like, every single game. I don't give a shit what people say about the three remake. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I, I got blast another free another free game that I got um, was RE Seven. Mm. I never played Seven. I did play Village. Loved Village. Really wanted to play Village because it reminded me of Fort. Yep. So yeah, that's that's why I skipped over Seven initially. Yeah, but I will be going back and playing that at some point. The only other hero is uh, Luis. Yeah, he's a good example of what you said earlier of like making you kind of care about them more. Yeah, like you find little snippets of information about him, and I don't think in the first game you ever really found out anything about him. I don't he was recall. Just a guy. Yeah, I don't recall learning much about him either. Yeah, it, like he was a guy that worked for Umbrella, and now he's trying to fix his wrongs. But in yeah. this one, he was from that village went to umbrella did bad umbrella things and now he's coming back to his village to try to stop this new threat that i guess i didn't remember one way or the other had nothing to do with umbrella in yeah this game i don't know if in the first one they were behind some stuff or what but i mean the whole reason ada is in that game is to get a sample of the La Plaga to bring to Umbrella. Yeah, I to don't... To make the things for five. I don't think Umbrella was really much of anything in the original either. I think I think it was that they just wanted to get Las Plagas. <laughs> like, that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's really neat. And that was why 4 was, like, so awesome, because you didn't need to have any familiarity with the original ones, on top of it being, like, a total re do of how it plays and everything yeah 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 again i never thought that four needed a remake but i remember as soon as i started playing it i I told i told you that and i was like i'm really glad that they did though oh yeah totally because it's so good it's like it's honestly one of the better games that i've ever played let alone being a remake of my fa- I'm biased, obviously, because RE4 was one of my favorite games. And I played that game to death when I had five PS2 games, and that was all I had. Yeah. But, uh... Oh, so good. Uh, you want to talk about the, the other the levels? Yeah, um... So, so it like was... Each, each section... It was really it was really fun remembering how the game starts and that you mm-hmm. have to survive for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. I died twice because I was like, why the fuck are so many people here? I have nothing. What am I supposed to do? I totally forgot how that worked. Totally. And it like yeah. it like really like got me fired up initially because I was like, am I seriously that much of an idiot? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> what, is, what is this? What? And then, and then the bell, I was like, why is it? I do remember the bell ringing, but I was like, why isn't the bell ringing? Like, do I need to do something to trigger it? It felt like it took 
forever. And no, um, I think the way that it works mechanically is you have to either kill so many people or you have to deal so much damage to Dr. Salvador, the chainsaw guy. Oh, I didn't even know that there was, I thought it was time because, um, might be time. I eventually you can just also running around and then it bypassed the whole thing. Yeah. So I started a new game just to see if I could do that. And I couldn't remember where the bell is to shoot it. Yeah, there's only one place where you can see it. So if Isn't you go into the, the, the house that starts the cutscene, yeah, and you go out, um, there's a mountain in the way. But if you go on the one side of that house, you can see the church in the distance. And you oh, can shoot well. and that, then it immediately. I was shooting. Uh, okay, I was shooting the. You wrong were shooting thing. the the abbey not the church yes yes i was <laughs> yeah yeah yep that's that's what i was doing so yeah which is such a clever like cool little thing that you can do yeah um and it'd be cool if there were more instances where you could do that in the like in the game but uh i'd rather play the game as it was intended but uh it's just cool that you can do that oh yeah um, it's a it's a fun little i think it's there primarily for replays and whatever it's like yeah just keep this moving i mean you know getting like that whole sequence i think is one of the best sequences in in video games like just running around this little hamlet being just overwhelmed going up against a whole ton of people also i don't know if you uh did this but there's a you can light the cow on fire and the cow will run around yeah. and set everybody else on fire and stuff. That I had really that fun. happen at a different part of the village part. I it didn't happen in that opening area. It happened later in like another part of that map where I was like, "Oh shit. Like the cow's on fire and it's running around." I didn't even <laughs> like do I didn't even do it on purpose or anything. Yeah. But yeah, like uh so my sister was watching me play that uh, sequence and she doesn't play video games and she's not a horror fan, but she was like, this is so intense. Yeah. She's like, my heart is pounding. And I'm like, I know this game, like this part of this game is so awesome. Yeah. And like, I remember I used to just replay that part over and over again every once in a while, like, cause I didn't have that many video games to do that with. And it was always just so, exhilarating yeah but um like i think the ganados are all like i I don't know compared to the first one i wouldn't call them smarter but they seem like they seem like they can get up on you a lot quicker yeah yeah even in even in just standard in hardcore and professional they're constantly on you and it makes that whole sequence just awesome yeah they're also but, relentless um, with projectiles like yeah again early on in the game after maybe it's oh like, god i feel like we can't talk about the ganados without their fucking bear traps <laughs> yeah i mean there's bear traps everywhere um, <laughs> like <laughs> i was stepping on them all the time yeah because i was never looking for them there, the one part in the early chapters where 
you get to like the catwalk quarry area for the first time and they're just throwing dynamite at you like constantly yeah. <laughs> like yeah it, it, it's just a constant like sticks of dynamite flying at you from all directions or molotovs and, and or molotovs yeah, just, or the axes or whatever yeah, yeah like yeah like the quarry part was a little frustrating yeah um there were a few times where people straight up appeared behind me which pissed me off I don't know if you. I think that, that might be um, something the game just does to yeah. keep the intensity level up. Yeah, because it, it does seem to happen out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah, and it was like, it was like, okay, I, I did, I did see them jump into the level. Like I saw them jump in from off the map, and they, you know, I saw that. But there were a few times, and it was, I never it, saw it, it, it was specifically in that part of the map where. I had literally just turned around. They couldn't have come from anywhere. And I turn around again and there's like two people behind me. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. This is like yeah. this is like Doom Monster Closet bullshit, except they're not in a monster <laughs> closet. Like they're literally just appearing behind you. Come on. Yeah. Speaking of monster closets, uh I did have a good jump scare. After clearing the village, I never entered the one little house that has the uh, locked drawer in it. Yeah. And I was I was going around and collecting everything. Uh-huh. And there's a guy in that wardrobe. And I, like, I knew that he was in there from my, like, previous playthrough. Yeah. And I assumed that he would have been gone. But he was not. He was just and waiting. He, <laughs> he was just waiting. He, he didn't waiting care about going moment. to church at all he was waiting for me to enter that building and it it did get me even though i knew that he would be there but he wasn't supposed to be there yeah there's one which was funny it made me laugh really hard there was one later on the like island part yeah that's like the classic like only jump scare in the original oh so that was in the the original one one. i couldn't remember but like where he, comes, he like jumps out of you on at on you fire. on fire from yeah. an oven. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely did. <didn't laughs> Which got remember me. That. I I remembered it, but I forgot about it because I was so immersed in this version, and it did get me again. I was like, I it didn't like jump like I didn't physically jump, but I was like, oh, like I, it, it was just great. I'm yeah. glad that they kept that little detail in. Yeah, and I love that he was just in an oven. Yeah, yeah. Like, why was he in there? <laughs> like in, in like in a kitchen. I, I work in kitchens, and like he was just a guy in an upright oven, just waiting for you to jump out at you on fire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> makes makes total sense. Perfect. Yeah. Which kind of like so? I also dipped my toes into the Dead Space remake. Okay, yeah. I'll get um, around to it. And still very cool, but not as excited to play it after playing 4. No, I played probably like three or four hours into, into the Dead Space remake, and like, I'm just... It's just fallen a little bit, so I'm going to um, wait on it for a little while. Yeah, that's... I'm going to wait, come back too, to it. for the same reason. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, still, like, I was, I was enjoying it, but I was just like, I'm just in Resident Evil mode. So I did end up going back to Resident Evil to do another playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because that's one, it's one of my favorite games. And yeah. I just want to wreck house even more. See if I can get that kill count up to even more. The, uh, <laughs> The dismemberment with some guns was really satisfying. Like, yeah, sometimes their legs would blow off, or their arms would blow off, or like, mm-hmm. or they some- blow in half. Sometimes the shotgun just blows them in half. <laughs> yeah, and like then, like I don't know if you like looked at their bodies, but the plagas are like in their yeah. death throes, like wiggling around. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, um, yeah, I I like the dismemberment in four. A lot. Yep. Uh, so the brutes, the cowmen with the hammers. Yeah, they're new. New enemy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're I, cool. I don't know. Yeah, I feel Kinda like weird. I didn't have to contend with them very much. Um, and I like. Yeah. I like. There's the, only like a few of them. Yeah, and throughout uh, the game, like obviously as soon as there is a like bullet spongy enemy they are the number one threat that is i am taking out instantly. oh yeah so like the only one that i was afraid of was the one in the when you're in the cottage with Luis. oh and you're defending the cottage and that guy comes in and you also have guys coming in the fl- bottom floor and top floor yeah that was a very another very intense sequence that yeah. i really enjoyed that took me a few tries to get through yeah i liked um so they they got rid of a lot of the qt like quick time stuff uh but i like that it was incorporated in like the dodges so mm-hmm. there would be the contextual dodges and one of them was with those those bull guys and that was nice Cause like, yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't dodge a, a normal Ganado swinging an axe. That's fine. They don't do that much damage. But like, if you wouldn't have been able to dodge those guys who just oh, that, like bull rush, those hammers hit hard. Yeah, those yeah. hammers hit real hard. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I appreciated that, and also the guys like on the dodge. Like, I love that you do backflips to avoid the scythe. The guys with the scythe. Yeah. The whole backflip. Yeah. Standing like, backflip. I'm just going to do a standing backflip real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Leon is the most lethal person. Yeah. Like, Chris can go lie to Ethan Hot or Ethan uh, Winters. Like, that's what Chris does. Leon does standing backflips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Redfield punches rocks. Yeah, he punches rocks. Leon. Leon is the superior, like, he's my favorite Resident Evil guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, which, I can't remember, was Leon paired up with Claire in 6? I know that's the, the section that you and I played together. I don't remember who it was. Because I think you played Leon and I played Claire. Yeah, I don't remember who the who the other character the was. The pairings were. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Random side note, I don't know why I thought about it, but... Uh, yeah. Um, oh my god, I just realized so, that Jill was not in the remake. Of 4? Yeah. She's not in the uh, original. Yeah, she is. 
Or is that five? Am I thinking five? She, I don't think she's in five either. No, remember because you Cause find you have to like fight her because she has like a thing on her back or that's something. That's in five. That's in five. Okay, yeah, I'm getting five. them confused. Yeah. Right. Okay. I was picturing that um, happening in four. Well, again, the La Plaga. So yeah, yeah. The dog makes a return. The white wolf. I didn't remember that being in the original one either. So cool yeah yeah you might have missed it i it's uh, actually very possible i missed it yeah yeah uh it, the dogs at the very beginning in, in the first one like before you even get to the village okay like he's in a bear trap yeah so harder to miss but still maybe i don't know yeah minor thing um and then this brings me to um they have like new mini quests yeah um, which I think the dog ends up getting infected because the, the white dog that you fight in the middle of the village as the mini boss is white. Is it? And I was not okay with that. Yeah. I don't remember it looking white. It was white. Hmm. So your buddy gets, uh, infected by the father, unfortunately. And then you have to put him out of his misery tugged at my heartstrings a little bit yeah i did I get, like i inferred that but i'm pretty sure that that's like what they were going for i'm it. trying to remember because the sequencing i feel like i did that dog boss fight before the fight where the dog helps you against the giant no because you have ashley during that fight because he fight like oh. to get to yeah. You come back around and you go back by the house again. Yeah. Uh, the chief's house. Yeah. You fight dogs the first time you go through the village. And yeah. And the second, mm-hmm. the second time you come back. Yeah. Maybe that is the case. The mini boss. Yeah. I didn't even think about that because I don't remember it looking white. That's the only, that's the only thing I'm like hung up on is I don't remember it being white. But, um, yeah. It I, was. <laughs> I did like, uh, I did like the quests. I did most of them. Um, yeah, I only missed. I didn't do all of them, but I only missed one. I didn't see the flyer for it or something, and it was in the village. Towards the, I don't even know what it was. Yeah, I don't know either. Towards the end, towards the end, there was a another mini boss one. I think it was to go fight another regenerator or something. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not doing that. I know I'm near the well, end. Well, I got, I locked out. I got locked out of that. Oh, I really? Too far to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because there are parts where you can't go back. Yeah. So I missed opening up a door with the hexagon pieces. Do you remember doing okay. that? Yeah, I did that. That's um. That's during the lake. Which the lake is a whole new thing. I mean, the lakes was in the first one, but now it's completely explorable, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. But I totally forgot, like that. I was, I was like, oh, I have these hexagon pieces. I only have three of them. I feel like there's more. And then I got sidetracked and never went back, and then just didn't do that. <laughs> so yeah, you only need three. I figured, yeah. Um, yeah. So I that um, I didn't do that. I didn't do the one like boss at the end. And then I think there was like, 
I think there was like one more I didn't do, but otherwise I did all of them because it was like totally worth doing because getting the spinels for like specific uh, purchases was like pretty smart instead of just making them more yeah. money, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, it cool. was also a departure from the normal Resident Evil thing where you have to shoot them off the walls and ceilings and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked doing the quests more than shooting them off. Yeah. They had, um, they had those like weird, uh, they looked like old coffee pot type things swinging around that were like lanterns or whatever that those were like, mm-hmm. Oh, you could get a, a gem or whatever out of that. But yeah, those were in the original. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mendez. So the one thing that I did miss that I did notice, uh, remember the cable car sequence? Nope. In the original? Nope. <laughs> I don't know why. And I, I think I understand why they took it out because now Mendez is just chasing you. And instead of like this sequence where you're just traveling across a gorge, shooting people with a rifle, it is a little more exciting. But, uh, yeah, I really don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to look that up. And then, uh, we get to the castle. It looked amazing. Love the castle. So cool. The castle. Love how much bigger it is. It's huge. Like the whole wall sequence was new. Yeah. That wasn't in the original. Um, you had a Gigante throwing just flaming rocks at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the cultists. I love the cultists a I, lot. I have another, I have another complaint about dialogue, uh, in-game dialogue. So one of my, again, one of my favorite things from the original game is some of their lines, like some of their passive lines. Cause I thought it made them a lot creepier. So like, Two of them that I just remember was they would just repeat muerte, muerte, muerte. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't remember that. And I love that because it's so funny because they're just thinking about, (laughs) just thinking about these crazy zealots just walking around going death, death death like to nobody (laughs) to each other they're just saying that to each other like that's so funny to me they're ruminating on it yeah so like they didn't ever say that i never heard them say that and then um moriefs vivir to die is to live they would say that all the time (laughs) okay i didn't see that's cool that you remember that because i don't yeah I do now that you mention it, but, uh, yeah, like, I thought they were really cool. I did enjoy, there was a fair amount of variance between character models. For yeah, the there, there was. I mean, obviously, yeah. you do see some repeats, but I enjoyed how different a lot of them looked. Yeah, it was nice. I don't remember female cultists either. No, I don't think there were. Yeah. So, that was, yeah, like, I enough, like, nice variety, nice touch. Um, yeah. I really enjoy new Ramon Salazar. Did you? I really enjoyed the original. Yeah, I like his this hat. one. I like his he hat seems better. so much more unsettling. Yeah, 
that's true. Because like he has this like weird faraway stare all the time, mm-hmm. and he's just this little guy, and and I would say he has less personality in this one, but yeah. it makes him a little more unsettling. His hair made him seem more unhinged. Like oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where like the hat was silly, um, yeah. Now now he just seemed more like crazy. I guess I was, yeah. and I. Go ahead. I enjoyed that they gave him a little more backstory too. You would find yeah. out like that he was just already unhinged before receiving the Lopalaga treatment. Yeah. And then it just drove him like completely over the edge. I, creating uh, the uh uh what are they? The Garadors, the blind guys with the claw weapons. Okay. So Oh, those ones. Yeah. So, wow. I kind of already forgot about them because I was gonna, I was gonna mention something else. Um, yeah, they were cool. Uh, that that like first lead up to the the first one was like scary. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't really remember that being scary <laughs> in the original one. It was too bright. It, it wasn't was, dark. Enough. It was too bright. It wasn't dark. So yeah, like yeah. Um, the things the like the like guardians in the robes with um Ramon Ramon's left and right hands the uh what happened what happened to the other one okay that's a point that I wanted to bring up because in the original he absorbs yeah, the other one in the boss and then battle. they don't sh- yeah and they don't show that in this one which honestly is like one of my only gripes about this game is they just because he just becomes crazy Salazar? Yeah, not absorbing like because he picked up the other yeah, he, like, one. Yeah, picks and, like, up the just other one, absorbed him. Yeah, and I remember that being like, like that's like burned into my memory for some reason because I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. so weird. Like that, that's like a strange use of this. Like because you previously fought one that was really intense and yeah, whatever. I love that fight too. And then, and then this other one kind of just gets like taken by him and you know but yeah they just like you never see it again i feel like the one that you do fight has the highest hit amount like you have to really pump him full of ammo i didn't kill any enemy you didn't kill it no i made it a point i was like i have to kill i thought so like part of me couldn't remember if you could kill it and Mm -hmm. so i I ran around for a while, like freezing it and shooting it and doing all this stuff, and I was like, "Maybe." It took literally all my ammo. Yeah, like, I, I just, had I had a handful of handgun ammo after that fight. I just and I was like, I think I might be screwed in this next section because yeah. I pumped everything into that guy. I did kill him though. Yeah, I was just starting to wonder if it was possible, and I was like, "I'm just gonna leave," I guess, like. I, Which I don't, you can do, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, I didn't even kill that one. It technically was... That was unresolved. That thing was still yeah. stalking the island somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love the castle. So, this is just... Before we go to the island, um, I want to mention... I love that not only does this have, like, three sections, it has three different flavors of horror. So in the village, you have this like very classic folk horror element to it, mm. where you're like, I don't know what's going on. These villagers are crazy. 
Oh no, some of their heads are turning into giant bug things. Yeah. Um, and then it transfers to like classic gothic horror in the castle. And then we, when we get to the island, it's just straight up like action horror. Like, uh, um, what's that one movie? Overlord. With the Nazi, like, crazy zombies. Have oh, you ever watched that movie? No, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> it's actually really good. It's a really good movie. I would, I would recommend it. Okay. Um, but that's what the, the island section reminded me of. Man, and the regenerators, the regenerators are still so terrifying. Like, I hate that they're all flabby. Me too. I hate it. I yeah. hate it so much. Yeah. And, like... I so you get the biosensor thing, and I didn't. I went the whole pl- first playthrough without a rifle. Oh shit! So I, got I knew the, you needed um, it for them. Uh, well, I got the. You get the other SMG, right? Where you can attach it, but it's so inaccurate. So they were really hard to deal with. Oh man, I think I think one of the one of the lasting impressions of originally playing that game was dealing with them because yeah the first time for sure i the first time you see one you're like what the fuck is going on it's like <laughs> swimming on the ground and leaping at me and i've wasted all of my ammo and it literally is regenerating yeah. i can't kill it and so i knew like immediately when the remake was announced, I was like, oh, God, I can't the regenerators. I can't wait slash. I don't want to deal with them at all. And yeah, so I knew I needed the rifle because I knew I needed the, the thermal scope eventually. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah. I was ready for them and I fucked them up. Um, yeah, I legitimately had a really hard time with them, which made them more terrifying yeah i was not dealing with that shit like whenever you uh whenever you do that one part later where they're like hiding in the bags i was mm-hmm. like i'm killing you now i was i was literally like on edge because i didn't know how many were going to come out of those bags and i was literally like tiptoeing around each bag and every time I would bump one and it would jiggle, I would like be like, "This is it." I just, I just pulled out the scope, scanned the whole room, and shot all the <laughs> ones that were in them and killed them. <laughs> I was like, I was like, "We are not, not even dealing." With I am it. not dealing with this. I'm, I'm killing you, and it, it, that's, it is what it is. So I love, I love, like one of my favorite enemies for sure. Slash hated enemies. Yeah. But just the fact that they're, like, jiggly and flabby and, like, just this gray flesh. Yeah. And the beady little red eyes and, like, um, the way that they move, too. Like, they're, like, twitchy Mm -hmm. and real fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And then their even more terrifying counterpart, the Iron Maidens. Yeah. (laughs) Love that name. Yeah. Uh, Just... Full of spikes. I don't understand it. I don't understand don't it either. To. Don't think about it too much. But uh, they don't. They don't ever say like like the first ones. They 
preface with uh, some in-game found text, but uh, never mention what happened to make the Iron Maidens. <laughs> yeah, how did they get all the spikes in them <laughs> that like grow? But <laughs> yeah, if you if you stop and think about like the laws of physics that Resident Evil just breaks constantly, you know yeah. it. You'll never, you'll never get out of that hole. <laughs> oh yeah, no. But I always like trying to think about it. Yeah, you know? I mean, si- um, six, six takes that to the most extreme, where like, yeah, a person, oh for sure, a person suddenly turns into a literal dinosaur, <laughs> like the yeah. size of a dinosaur. <laughs> so six, unfortunately, I only played the one segment with you. Um, Dude, I just remember the wave of exploding cars at the end. Dude, six <laughs> is both so bad and so good at the same time. Yeah, I do want to play it. Um, my nephew asked me if there were any multiplayer Resident Evil games, and I was like, five and six are uh, multiplayer. So and you can I do mercenaries. In, him. I, I'm sure four's mercenaries is probably multiplayer. I do want to talk about mercenaries. I I didn't play it at all, but yeah. So leading up to the release of four remake, I replayed village Mm -hmm. on hardcore and, uh, really enjoyed that game. Definitely not like up to the caliber of four, but still really good. Yeah. Um, I I liked village a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like Village. Um, and I played Mercenaries on, on Village. Mm-hmm. I really prefer Village's Mercenaries a lot more than uh, Four's Mercenaries. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's like... I never played any of the, them multiplayer, but um, it's really cool in Village because it's like, how can I do this as efficiently as I can and you can keep re-upping your time and everything and you find these cool upgrades for your character yeah they can do like these special things and I only like briefly started to play uh the mercenaries in four remake but it seemed just like how many people can you kill in a short amount of time really I thought I thought I remembered four being really robust because it started it. It started the mode. Yeah, I can't remember even playing it on four. I I definitely remember four. checking it out in four, but I didn't really yeah. get into it. Um, I know Alex, like previously on two v one, Alex is a fanatic for the mercenaries mode <laughs> in okay. all in all of them. Uh, so maybe I'm just misremembering, but may- maybe five is the one where it really got like more involved. But I, I thought yeah, four was, and, but I guess not. I mean, I could be wrong because I didn't take a whole lot of time with it. Like maybe, I, and I didn't, I didn't run around the level too much to see if I could find like power ups or uh, uh, time extensions or anything like that. Yeah, but uh. I really liked Village's version of Mercenaries because it was like there's a set amount of people and like headshots are worth more, so you just want to play it like as efficiently as possible. Yeah, 
and find all the cool things. And like sometimes there would be like a ton of enemies on screen. Yeah. You just like throw a grenade or whatever and just like get a billion points. Wow, you know what I just realized? I never once used one of the heavy grenades, I don't think. I like hoarded them and never used them. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I I think I only got like a couple of them. I think I had three. And yeah, that sounds about right. I did use them. But uh, it was mostly just to clear like a like a couple guys. Yeah, because I didn't have shotgun ammo. Yeah, like I I rarely had any shotgun ammo in that. Like only a little bit more than the very small amount of magnum ammo that you get in the first playthrough. I was really um, stingy with my shotgun. I like waited until I absolutely needed it. <laughs> I was too. And like I I rarely had a full clip. Hmm. Like it so like I don't know. That was that was fun for me because it's like this is like my oh shit gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just wreck house with it. Yeah. Save it up again. And then of course the Magnum is just Boss oh my god, it's so strong. It's so yeah. stupid. Did you get, I, I waited. I I didn't buy the broken butterfly. I bought the other one. I waited to get the killer seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I didn't even have it upgraded that much, but like I used it on Salazar every time at the end. Like as soon as he was down, I would shoot him once and then stab him. And I feel like mm -hmm. I beat him so fast. Like I didn't even. Dude, have to. I had a I had a hard time with Salazar. Really? Um. Yeah, I did because. Uh, or Sadler, not Salazar. One, oh, okay. Sadler, I beat the first. Salazar, um, I also had a problem with. I actually thought his fight was yeah. was bad. Um, I wouldn't say it was bad. It was a lot of looking around for him. Yeah. Um, and if he gets you cornered, he auto kills you. Which yeah. Sucked. Yeah. Um, I died but, a lot uh, in that fight, actually. Yeah, I died a lot. I made the mistake of every time he fell down, I would just run up and stab him. You have to and shoot then, Yeah. And then I just started using my shotgun on him. Yeah. And then it, I, I won the first time after that. I learned that but, uh, and, ap and applied it to Sadler at the end. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Sadler, I had I had so much saved up for Sadler that he was just a piece of cake. Yeah, I didn't even think I didn't also, think he was difficult. It was more just I was able to kill him really fast pretty much. Yeah. Also, yeah. um I wish Sadler would be a little more present. Like in the yeah. in the uh in the original like he would call you and talk shit on you the whole game. In the remake, he just calls you every or like he like mentally. Yeah, he he seems just to like, like barely... I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Now um, that you say that, it's it feels like he was barely in the game. Yeah he he wasn't he was like a looming threat, but by the time you get to him, it's like he's just some guy. You know, like he's like he's like the big bad that you never really get to hate because right. the only thing that he was doing was stealing Ashley. Yeah, which you're um, still unclear on why he wants her. 
Yeah. I did like the Ashley section in this. I liked the, yeah, it was the whole scary. puzzle section. Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Weird blue light or whatever. Yeah. Um, with the, the suits of armor. Definitely died and, uh, once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Did like, you fight the, uh, did you fight the golden suit of armor? Yeah, I did go back and do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I died quite a few times because I had very little ammo. Mm. Um, but then I finally just like focused on him and not the other two and just focused on killing that one and then left the other two to be empty suits of armor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Um, yeah. Was that an enemy in the original game? Um, I don't know if they would like chase you around. I think they were more like a trap. Yeah. Because I de- I sort like, of didn't remember them having Las Plagas in them, because I yeah <laughs> I was thinking I, about, I couldn't tell you one way or the other. I was thinking about that similarly to the guy hiding in the furnace or in the closet for like forever. Mm-hmm. Like why why are they in the suits of armor? <laughs> like what's what's the point of that? And what? Yeah. What what actually allowed them to manifest in the suit of armor? Because they would have to be I some assume, kind of like. I assume there's a whole body in there. Okay. That's what I assume. Yeah. And then like maybe the Laplaga just bursts out the side because they can't see through the armor. <laughs> I sure. or whatever. Yeah, sure. Because all those guys' eyes are messed up anyhow. But uh. Right. That was what I. That was the conclusion I came to to justify it. <laughs> Is that there were just people waiting in the suits of armor? Yeah. Because <laughs> their only job. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they were like prototype Ganado, and they were just like, we're just going to armor totally these guys brain up dead. and put them in creepy places. Yeah, we can't use you to mine anything, so you're just going to sit in this piece of armor. Okay. Yeah. I buy it. Yeah. Um, the only other character we haven't talked about yet is Krauser. Yeah. I don't, I feel like I, 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 so I don't necessarily remember the original fight with him. Um, did you work through like that booby trapped area in the original one? Mm -hmm. Okay. No. Oh, you didn't. I don't believe so. I, I actually thought it was all primarily just quick time events with him. It was. Yeah. Which I feel like made him more memorable as opposed to how they did it in this one. I kind of, I disagree. Okay. Um, so the first fight, like, it's like, oh man, like, this is just straight up knife fight. I mean, I like that. Yeah, I like the just knife yeah. fight. Yeah. And they do preface him in the uh, opening cutscene, which was cool. Like, you see Leon he's talking about training and like he's knife fighting with Krauser. Yeah. Because in the first one, the first, uh, RE4, he just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. He's not really, there's no context for him. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, they make him a little more tragic and that like something bad happened, but they didn't really explain a whole lot about what that thing was. Yeah. And then you have a brief encounter with him. That's similar to your, uh, the first fight, 
and then he like leads you to the final fight ground and it's just a lot of like uh booby traps in between but in the original i can't remember if they were all the booby traps or not but uh it was just quick time events but you you would mostly just use your knife yeah because he would block all your bullets mm-hmm. um in this you kind of like do the parries and stuff and then he like you parry him into like a stun animation and then you can unload on him yeah um but i remember in the original that was not my favorite part I was I, always like, I, I'm not a big fan of this. I, I don't know that it was like, it, it was more like intense, I guess, is how I remember it. Yeah. But I have I only played it once 20 years ago. Um, right. I love the idea of parrying his gigantic arm blade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just going to parry this. It's it's essentially Soul Edge from Soul Calibur with my butter <laughs> it knife. It very much is. He, is. he is Resident Evil's nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how I've always viewed him is like, he look it like looks like nightmare kind of just without a suit of armor. And he just, yeah. And like Leon just uses his butter knife to like block this gigantic, probably <laughs> 300 pound bone sword. And it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did like his character a little bit more though. Like he seemed a little more obsessed with power yeah like i i did like the new voice actor he was like he, he just sounded a little more like uh Gruff. just like raspy and <laughs> mm. i don't know i i liked it and uh i don't know i i, I liked that fight i didn't dislike it yeah um yeah. i didn't really have a problem with much of the game at all like any part of the game i just didn't like Salazar's fight was just like, eh, this is, this is weird. <laughs> it's, it just, it, it annoyed me because I died so many times. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I can just, I could, I should just shoot him instead of use my knife. Yeah. And then I immediately won. But, uh, I did like that fight because he was like trying to stage a play in his mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he's just so aristocratically just has this different worldview. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm going to make this a masterpiece of this a fight. Is, this is my magnum opus, this fight where yeah. I turn into a blob. Yeah. <laughs> a flying blob. <laughs> it really reminded then, uh, me of, um, actually, real quick, I don't know if you're aware of the game called Carrion. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's it's a side scrolling kind of. You should look it up. Just look it up. It's called Carrion. AJ and I both really like okay. it. Um, yeah, I'll and, look that up and sentiment. Uh, yeah, Carrion is is really cool, and Salazar looked like that monster, <laughs> and like okay. behaved like that monster, kind of. And that that was like the one thing that I thought was like cool about it was it reminded me of that weird indie game you essentially play as like the thing in a 2d like in a side scrolling thing and it's really it's really cool um that sounds cool yeah but 
I don't know. Do you have much else on Resident Evil? I mean, we're getting... This is, like, about the length of an episode, sort of, so... Uh, just the Sadler fight. I mean, that's... I wanted to talk about the comparison to Village a little bit, but we already kind of touched on that. Yeah. Yeah, Sadler was cool, uh, I guess. I mean, I feel like that was probably the most similar to the original. It's what I remember. As far as... As yeah. far as boss fights go. Yeah. I feel like I remember shooting the rocket launcher at him. Like, not the end rocket launcher. I feel like I bought the rocket launcher and shot it at him. <laughs> but. I think you can do that. I never bought it because I thought it was one-time use. And I was like. It is. Yeah, I was like, I'm not spending all this money on a one-time use. And if I did that when I yeah. was a kid, what was I thinking? But, you know. yeah um so i think i i think i 100 percent completed the original because i had like all the costumes i had the infinite rocket launcher i had the chicago typewriter like to i i'm pretty sure that i 100 percent of that um in my current playthrough on a professional, the infinite rocket launcher is like two million pesetas, and I'm like, I'm not gonna get that. <laughs> no, two million. Yeah, I think I heard that. Like, because I don't really care about achievements or anything, but um, I heard that in order to get like all of them. For the remake, you have to do like seven playthroughs or something. Oh wow! Yeah, six, yeah. six or seven. It, it, I think it was a lot, which is like, I, I mean, I understand all those games like kind of want you to do that, and I do think that's really neat. But I never do. Like, I played the original yeah. one one time, uh, like to completion. I never finished another playthrough. I didn't do it with that. I didn't even do the like second playthrough of two because i was like i'm pretty sure it's not that different <laughs> like i don't really need to do i that. think yeah i think it's a little bit different um i know claire gets some different guns mm. uh but i i also haven't done that yet but i yeah. i think i'm going to soon yeah um i need something to fill the time but not too much time between now and zelda yeah so well, you got uh, demons. One there. last thing on RE4. Okay. The end end sequence when you're on the jet ski. Uh-huh. Totally the same end sequence of DMC1. Really? When you when you fly the plane out of the island. Oh jeez, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, you don't remember the original Dumb like I mean, I've That's only fine. played I've only played that game <laughs> one time and it was how many years ago? So Okay. Yeah, no, I don't remember that off. The I forget. Time. I forget that you don't replay games. I, yeah, I really, I really don't. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I play a handful of games over and over again. Yeah. No, the things that I replay are things that are like, like Factorio or whatever. Like those are those kinds of games where you like build things right. or whatever. That's that's the stuff I replay a lot, but. Yeah. 
I, I feel like I want to replay a lot of things. Like, Devil May Cry is a really good example. It would be really fun to replay all of those. But it's yeah. just, like, putting that time into them again. Yeah. Yeah. I also like, think I uh, 100%ed DMC3. Yeah. Yeah, like, I would love to play right. 3 again specifically. But will I? I don't know. <laughs> Probably yeah. not. It's actually, I went back to it and it's pretty hard. Because uh, they released the remastered yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. And I got those to like preface whenever uh, DMC5 came out. And uh, yeah. 3 was hard. I feel like Four I remember hard, it being it hard, hard originally. Yeah. 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 Uh, I just remember always playing them and I was just badass. I would get like S ranks all the time and stuff. But uh not anymore. Talk to me when you get triple S ranks. Could you even do that in that game or is that just in the middle of a combo it did the triple S thing? I think you I don't know. Like <laughs> your chapter rank, I don't know. Yeah, it you might not have gone that high for the chapter. I think you can just get S, but you can get up to uh What's it in? It's like the new smoking, one? super sexy swinging smoking style, sexy or something. Style or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sorry, I interrupted you. What was the last thing you were going to say? I don't know. I don't remember. I think I had something to do with Zelda. No, I'm just excited for it, and I don't really have much to say about it. That'll oh, be yeah. like the next thing. Um, oh, I said you could play Demon Souls before Zelda, but. I think I, I want to take a long time with that game. It's not like, very I just long. Want, like not. I I just want to take my time with it. Yeah, because I've already restarted it like three times <laughs> with different classes and stuff. Yeah, I I, um, I got like the Elden Ring kind of like. I I told you that I was having trouble because I couldn't jump. Yeah. Right. It was just jarring. Yeah. But uh. No, I I started with the um, royalty class, and I was like, I feel like this is cheating. I don't remember what. So I then I just as. went. Um, you, you start with Soul Era. Oh yeah, no, I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So then I I restarted with the knight. I think I did knight. Yeah, and um, I did get to the tower knight. And I died immediately. And then I was like, I'm going to go play with Steel 4. <laughs> Man, Demon's Souls is such a brutal game. Even even the remake, like, re-experiencing it is like... It's kind of insane that I fell in love with the series playing that first. Based on that game. <laughs> because it's really brutal. Really brutal. Oh, uh, man. Having to go across that bridge again, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do that and then do what I have to do afterwards because yeah. I don't even know what I have to do afterwards. Knowing what I needed to do in a majority of that game, I still struggled pretty hard. And and um, yeah. I, whenever I got to like later, I don't know if I told you this when we weren't recording or anything, but like they maintained a way to grind very easily which I love that they left that in. So amazing. There's there's one world in the fourth world, the uh, island one, 
where there's like the flying stingrays. Um, mm-hmm. There's one spawn point that you can you can just do this infinite loop of getting like thousands of souls at once by doing like nothing. You have to shoot something with an arrow and go back, respawn okay. everything, shoot it with an arrow, respawn everything. I I did that again because I felt like I needed to. <laughs> like, it, the game is still that yeah. hard that I felt like I needed to grind souls so I could get really leveled up and, like, finish yeah. it and stuff. And Yeah, that's that's part of the reason why I say I want to take time with it, because I really don't want to cheat. Well, like, I really don't want to look things up. Um yeah. I'll, no, you ask you, need to I'll ask you for advice. Okay. But um, I I forgot that I could even go to other worlds. I was like, I need to do you have to. Yeah, you have to do that. You have to jump around. Um, okay. They, you can't just you can't just go through one world. It it literally won't let you. World. Hmm. You can't just go through one world and then go to the next. No. Okay. No. You're not supposed yeah. to. Like the, yeah. the like right after Tower Knight, like if you happen to beat Tower Knight, there's a door there that you can't access. Like you can't do the next okay. part. <laughs> uh okay. you have to you have to go like later in another thing and do another thing before you can even continue in the Boletaria map. So Yeah. Um like luckily for me, like this is this is the FromSoft game that I know the least about. Yeah. Going it, um, because you you prefaced me for Dark Souls, and then I discovered like Bloodborne was coming out, and I was like, "This looks like Dark Souls," and I fell in love with that whole FromSoft formula with Dark Souls or uh, yeah. Bloodborne. Yeah, and then went back to Dark Souls, but then at that point, I already knew what was going on, so. Demons is going to no, be a pretty different experience. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So yeah, that's kind of why I don't want to like spoil it for myself. Yeah. Well, good luck with, with <laughs> that with that game. Um, yeah. But uh, we should we should end this. I think. Um, yeah, sounds good. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining. I'm glad I actually figured out how we can do this. This is this is a lot easier yeah. to do remotely now. Um, being as you don't have a computer, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so I had to I had to get a little creative here, but it worked. I think it'll be fine. Um, so yeah, um, I kind of don't really do announcements at the end of the episodes anymore. So. Uh, by next episode probably we'll be talking about Zelda I think um, so that's exciting yeah. look forward to that AJ should be back by that one uh, you well can... I uh, we talk all the time anyhow but if, uh, if you ever want me on I'd be glad to step in or yeah, yeah join you, we, we should have you on again um it is it is easier when there's a third person too, so <laughs> that would be yeah, that would right. be cool. But um yeah, we'll see. And uh thanks again for coming yeah. on. Um you should check oh, out yeah. our band. I have the link in our episodes. 
<laughs> uh, yep. Check out Mold. Let us batter our batter your eardrums with uh, raw first wave inspired black. Yeah, metal. really, really decently rough music, but we're proud of it. It's good. Um, Absolutely. And there's more to come. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I think that's gonna do it. I'll see ya. Hold me on. Yep. Peace.